Welcome. <laughs> wow, I lost my voice. Let's see if I'm going to be able to record. Welcome to Monkey and Frank. My name is Doe and my body is Dom. And my body is going through a uh, transformation. So check this out. Um, I went, my wife and I, uh, my wife wanted to go running. And she asked me if I, wa I wanted to go with her. And I said yes. And I'd never been running before. Um, really, I've done it small amount of time and I've always been super anxious at the feeling that I get when um, my heart starts beating fast and everything kind of goes in the upper body like where your uh, your shoulders are and it gets elevated as if I don't have enough oxygen and but I've been doing the Wim Hof breathing for a long time but I still am afraid of that feeling so I went running with her and the method that I was using was only through the nose and I was staying at the top so I was taking a deep breath in staying at the top and then taking a few steps letting go and my wife is a slow jogger so it was cool like it was just kind of like doing skip rope for like 30 minutes straight but I I could handle the the feeling of like as if I was not having enough oxygen I was like no no it's fine uh, I, you know I'm comfortable with the Wim off so I was just taking a deep breath in holding it at the top and taking a few steps. And I managed to keep my fear under control, and I did it the entire time. And I, not that I didn't break a sweat, but, like, I had everything under control, and it felt comfortable. And after a while, I was kind of, like, even joking, not joking, but, like, relaxing the parts of my body that was a little bit tense here, a little bit tense there. And I was like, hey, you know, I see you. Time to relax a little bit, like, what's going on? And I just observing being like in my awareness and in presence as I was running and I even had the chance to see the beauty of like um, my scenario like my yeah the scenario the symphony of all of my feelings combined my visual my hearing um, my heart you know my body uh, all going into kind of one uh, extreme feeling which is for me it has always been like ah panic anxiety or but no, it was something that to practice, like a feeling that I needed to stay in, to practice, to be comfortable. And any feeling, if you practice, you'd be like, all right, there's something here. You know, there's a relationship. And if you treat it negatively, well, then there's a pain. So it's all a matter of like uh, the paradox. You know, every feeling is both. It really is. Um, yeah. Anyway, so... I was doing the breathing with my nose, and I noticed that the right side of my nose was uh, blocked, like always. And I've been noticing for the last like few weeks. And as I was running, I was like, "Hey, mother, if you could heal me, like uh, you know, I'm gonna only breathe from my nose, and I want to train. And I always uh, have been doing the Wim Hof breathing with my nose. I've been putting my nose under the ice, like in the shower, uh, in the cold water. So I've been training my nose. And during the run, something unblocked." Like, it was just like, a, it was f like my nose was painful, but I continued breathing through it uh, throughout the run because my heart was comfortable. So my face was like, okay, for like the, the practice. So it was just ma magical. But then when I got home, like, it was really hurting, like inside of my nose, as if I, like my glands had just had like a, <laughs> a lot of work done because I was only breathing through the nose for the entire time. Uh, but it was super cool. Uh, but that night, it started to bleed, and 
in the right side. Like, it was messed up. I had trouble uh, sleeping because it kept uh, as if my glands were excreting now. Uh, and there was blood, and, it, like, they were in shock, I guess, from the transformation. Because it was super, super spiritual. It was super strong, and there was a confidence there. And even though, like, I had trouble, I knew it was, like, healing. My mother is, like, fixing my nose kind of thing. And then on the Thursday, same thing. Uh, I could feel like my right side was opening up, and I could feel like air finally like going through that nostril because it's cold and it's unique, and, I, and it's been a while, it felt like. So I continued blowing my nose, and I bought the saline solution to kind of clean inside because uh, I wanted to clean like the blood or whatever. I didn't want any because uh, in the morning you would wake up and it's like be all dried up inside. So I cleaned that up, cleaned that up. And I continue only breathing from my nose, you know, the entire... <laughs> Anyways, Saturday, it kind of goes down now behind my throat because it's getting softer and softer. But the first few days, it was very hard, and the mucus kept sticking at the glands, which was painful. Like, I needed to get those things off. So in the middle of the night, I kept waking up and blowing my nose. I didn't sleep for, like, two days, and like, uh, on and off, because it was so bothering me. And... But I knew it's like healing, something's happening, and I just continued breathing through my nose, and every time I do the Wim Hof breathing through the nose, but it was painful the first few days. And anyways, on uh, the Sunday, I lose my voice, because all of the mucus came down on my vocal cord, and I just couldn't, like, and now we're two days later, and I'm still recovering. But to say about my experience tonight, uh, I went at the park, well, at the park, there's like a little walking boardwalk here in Finlay Creek, super small, uh, that, you know, people walk up and forth uh, up of it. But there's a path, uh, not, there's an ending, but there's always kids over there. So I never want to go at night because, you know, I, I remember being a teenager. I don't want to cramp their style, you know. They have stuff to do. Hopefully they keep it clean. That's all that I want. But anyways... I really wanted to go pray there. There was a super beautiful moon, and for whatever reason, I thought like Scorpion Moon. I saw it somewhere, and I'm a Scorpio. And so I started walking up the path, and I'm really like breathing into it and going through a trip uh, because the breath and it's cold. And I didn't, again, I didn't wear something warm, so I was like shivering. So I was just kind of doing the breathing while listening to. Uh, uh, this man who had this near-death experience it always shakes me like it's a, such a beautiful story but anyways um so i was really feeling ancestors and everything like that and as i walk i just in the middle of the path because i didn't want to go all the way up i just decided to stop and sit down like right here like there's enough space for people to walk beside me if they want i can just sit down and relax and as soon as i sit down i see like because i thought like fucking right right to just sit down where you are and to not care uh, like where you are like in, on a path whatever if you want to sit down you should have the right to just sit down and enjoy and people should totally enjoy like respect the fact that this is what you want to experience right now uh, surrounded by all the people of your neighborhood you know who cares love so i sit down and then a minute passes, and I see the moon coming into view, like in between the trees. And the the full moon almost, like it's not a full moon, I don't know what it is. Like it's half intensity, but I think it's full anyways. Um, passes through the tree lines, like fully right in front of me. And I meditate in it, all of my feelings of like shame, frustration, like a 
fear, all of the fear, like as if that I'm not going to be able to do enough in this world. And the confidence as well. I want to throw the confidence of like, I believe that I am perfect and everything is perfect. And therefore, you know, whatever you're going to show me, I want to experience whatever like we all work together to experience together. Like if you're listening or if you're a part of my life, like it's so beautiful that we have this agreement to play our role like to the best of our ability, you know, in honor of God, of our soul and to the idea that it's all about the experience of connection and love and, you know, all of that spiritual stuff that you learn through psychedelics, Jesus, like all the religion, they're all true. Like when it comes to just the, you know, the kingdom is inside of you. You are Jesus. You are all of the gods. You have the choice, you know, and it doesn't matter. We are perfect. We're doing this dance of, you know, I will feel this way. I will do things that sometimes I know is not right. And that's the point. And, you know, we have so much to learn through this dance of, like, having the ability to do not what we're supposed to and feeling bad about it and understanding the consequences of it and learning from it and going through the darkness to fish out all of the knowledge that, you know, is still left to be unfolded the uniqueness of our own awareness like each one of our awareness is so unique so there's so much data you know in each moment you matter we all matter you know um yeah and to understand so anyways i was sitting and i was breathing um and i did of course a cannabis ceremony and as i was breathing through it i could feel i could see as well because my eyes were open i was looking at the moon <clears throat> as if all of the tree and the leaves were uh, disappearing from reality, like there were another dimension and the moon was just everything, like all of the ancestors, all of life. And through the softness of the illusion, I could send all of my feelings that were that I was not used to. And I wanted to send them to the ancestors so that they could show it to me as if, yeah, of course, they're all right, these feelings, like a... To, to help me through those feelings when they happened because I was feeling a lot of anxiety about everything and it was nice like I was bringing I was stoking the fire to bring it in more and more and more and to do of course the Wim Hof breathing with the full breath in let go full breath in let go and then at one point take a full breath in and you push and because you're cold instead of doing the push at the end you do it at the beginning and then it warms you up and you get a nice strip like and then you let go, and oh man. So thank you to the moon, you know, thank you to the ancestors over there. But I threw in all of my uncomfortable feelings. And on the way back, when the meditation was done, the moon was out of the my path. It had went from like left to right. I got up, and I was cold. And I started to jog, but like a fast jog to see... Not to see. It felt like right because I was super cold and I was doing the Wim Hof and I was like, I'm afraid. So I I wanted to go in that fear. And that fear for me is like at the top of the chest again, over the heart, near my neck, you know, my upper chest, whatever. So I feel the fear and I start jogging, jogging. And then as I'm jogging, I can't breathe through the nose at one point because there's just not enough oxygen. So it brings me back to the awareness of when to mouth breathe because the Wim Hof is all about getting the oxygen in and I've done the mouth breathe pretty much for the entire time but lately I've been wanting the nose so much that I kind of pushed away the 
the mouth breathing for oxygen purposes because I wanted to train. But I, I, it showed me tonight that both have a, a, a big role and to utilize them you know, appropriately. When you're in the basement doing meditation, the nose, of course, if you're running, the mouth, both of them have superpowers in their way as well. If you want to heal the lower part of your body, I really feel like the mouth will get you there more and the nose more for the brain and really healing, you know, what's been broken. So the nose, the nose breathing has been so valuable in as well healing my uh, the anger. Uh, I've got so much to tell. But anyways, let's continue the story. I was jogging, and the feeling of panic starts to come up at the uh, top, and I feel it, but I'm more comfortable with it, and the cold is kind of just pushing everything inward, and I get this acceptance of, like, hey, maybe I don't need more oxygen. Maybe I'm just, like, fucking panicking, and that's the point. And I just stayed there in that panic, and I, and I pushed myself further than I ever pushed myself when it came to running. And it was not that far, to tell the truth, 200 meters maybe. But it felt great to just be more comfortable with any feeling, a feeling that is new to me. And that is a big lesson as well. To kind of, I understand the people that chase, you know, the big feelings of adrenaline dump and all that stuff. Uh, you know, there's a spiritual aspect to that. But I also understand, like, for art, for depression, for all sorts of, like, you want to feel, like, dirty, like, I feel like I want to eat these chips or whatever and eat, and that's just the way I want to feel. That's perfect as well. Like, all feelings, if you feel them and you honor them, and let's say you you do have faith then I'm happy for you. Like, seriously, if you have faith and you feel shitty, like, I'm going to go and feel shitty with you because we both understand that we're perfect and we're just playing this dance of life, of having, playing with the is and the is not. And all the is not is that negative stuff that doesn't exist on the other side. As soon as you get on the other side, it's all one, it's all love. So the, the dark, you know, what doesn't exist on the other side, that what they can't feel that sadness that really like oh my god is this real am i maybe it's going to be all black when i die you know maybe there's always that doubt and that's you know and then you hear other people's experiences like i don't feel like that i don't even think like that am i brain damaged do i have a problem oh my god is this normal is this perfect and yes you know to be supported with friends that let's say would feel shitty and be and they understand like i don't need i just want your frequencies and you know, just some, like, to stay quiet, to just look as well in the eyes. I noticed with that, like, to always look in the eyes fully, intently. Like, when I'm with a, a friend now, sometimes I forget that quickly at the beginning, but I try to pick it up, like, of why am I not looking in their eyes, just staring at their soul, at the amazement that they're spending time with me, that they're talking to me, that they're sharing this illusion and that they're on the same kind of level at the idea that we're insane like this is crazy <laughs> like god and spirits and yes yes and physics as well of course and reality of course everything you see is all perfect and it's all you know there's no way you can understand it all but that's the fun part about being a human but have faith you know love this is what's important connection 
you know, not wealth, not, you know, like everybody knows it's a good party when you're wealthy, you know, or, but even more than that, like it's community, 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 to be able to just know like these hundred people close to you and just fucking live and then do that and then sometimes have games between, but like really 80%, 70% should be with your community and freedom and you know, like, oh, you believe in Allah, great, I believe, like, in Jesus, great, it's all the same shit, like, who, what are we arguing, like, oh, it's a greater being, yes, he loves you, yes, when you do something bad, do you feel shitty, yes, we all do, like, why, because that's the point, to feel shitty so that we can learn not to do shit that is bad, but to understand that we've done this game over and over again, like, I've been bad before, like, it's not to punish you, let's do it together, let's figure this out. And when there are people that are really, really fucking sick, and then you fucking, you do something about it. There's something spiritual about that, like that, you know, they've got demons. Yes. Oh, mental demons, they don't exist. No, they do. Of course they do. Imagination is one of the most powerful things. Like I see that the, the world that is inside of me is as big as the world that is, that is outside. So it's a huge for everybody. It's insane. <sighs> so yeah, I came back after that. It was amazing to really understand my feeling a little bit more tonight and having my voice coming back slowly. But yeah, it's hurting. So. Not necessarily hurting, but it's like, I need to force it. And, uh, yeah, Monkey and Frank, my friend, love you guys. I wanted to add as well about the, the throat thing. Uh, on 420, I bought this cannabis, right? The Greybeard um, Afghani Drifter. And that night... Uh, that uh, I had this nose thing, I smoked it. That was the the first night that I uh, I smoked that joint, and I did that podcast, and I could feel like in that ceremony how I was healing my uh, my tongue, how I was healing my throat. Well, this cannabis healed my nose as well because every ceremony that I did with it, I didn't force ceremonies thus far, it all switched um, like the the healing where it was. So the first night was all into the nose and it was mucusy and I went through the pain of like almost having the right side of my nose re-open up the cave kind of inside and relearn the feeling so that it becomes a reality as if I'm recreating the inside of my body like to my image. And it's true, I believe, like the placebo effect 100%, and I've got the power to to heal. And then the second ceremony, I remember it went like a little bit lower. Instead of being like at the top, it was like behind my throat. But the way it felt is like as if the panic, I remember the panic of having um, not being able to breathe from my nose that night in a dream and the cannabis even though 
I was having beautiful ceremonies and there were great downloads. There was something heavy about it, about, you know, really healing physically. Um, and yeah, and my fears was kind of like one of them to really confront them, to see them that, hey, I'm afraid of this and I'm going to continue playing with those vision, imagination, and just to get comfortable with that feeling, like the idea of drowning, the idea of kind of suffocating, you know, I keep going back there with this cannabis and looking at it like, yeah. And I sit with those feelings and see where they trigger and they trigger in my throat. They trigger. So the healing was very eye-opening with this cannabis. And then tonight, uh, the thing I wanted to share is as I was sitting down in the cold, oh, and yesterday I lost my voice, I did a silent meditation then the entire day where... I just spoke where I really needed to speak, like with my wife for X, Y, and Z. But the rest of the time, I was mute. And I would look at my children, Daddy, can't you talk? And I just nod and say no, and like, but not talk, and really just look. And I did an entire beautiful day of silent-looking meditation, being here and now, um, again, not on my phone, just, uh, yeah, it was amazing. And that was with that cannabis again. And and then it went down. And now I'm just recovering my voice. But it's it's healing as it's going down. Like all of the traumas that I had in my throat, my tongue, and like the, the fear of... There's a relaxation. Not talking for a full day, it heals. There's something... Like you don't realize how tense your throat is until you shut up. And that was eye-opening. Uh, again, I will have to do this sign of meditation like once every two weeks or something like that. I don't know yet. But man, is it resting to have that part of your body just let go and really you know, have no shame or fear to just look and be in the comfort of your community, you know, and just... <clears throat> live while you're looking where you don't have to say words and you know you could have a symbol and the person would know ah, silent meditation I understand good day sir you know what I mean that would be a trip yeah I wanted to add that monkey and Frank love you guys <laughs>